welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is Alex and this is our 88th podcast. I am joined by Tom Butler on the audio decks. Hello. Uh, Chris Tilly. Hello. Pick up the energy, Alex. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I've been a bit poorly this week and uh, I'm the complete opposite of you because you look fucking wretched, but that's not because you've been ill. Do you <laughs> have a hangover? I have, I have a hangover too. Oh. oh. We'll, talk about, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we've also got Stuart Reid. Hello. How are you? Great. Good. And Sad Dan too. Oh no, don't say that. The Krupa Trooper. I really don't want to be Sad Dan too. Why not? What do you want to be then? People love it. I want to be myself. Which is what? Daniel. <laughs> happy Dan. Happy Dan. Like Cheer. a happy finish. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, that's us. That's the IGN UK crew. And uh, well, we're going to go through the usual... Mundane topics of news and... Uh, That's it, sell it. <laughs> I am <laughs> selling it, I am selling it. Uh, what's coming out soon? Uh, we've got some big stuff. We're going to be talking about E3, which is taking place uh, the week after next, isn't it? Yeah. So it's just about a week and a half. So we're going to be talking about our predictions for that. But first, uh, well, Daniel and I have had uh, a few glimpses as to what's going to be revealed there. Um, Activision had a pre-E3 event uh, this week, and we're allowed to talk about one of those games, mm. which is Modern Warfare 3. Uh, new trailer came out uh, this week. Did you guys see it at all? Yes, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was looked like Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly does look like yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, I think in comparison to the Battlefield trailers, it looks a bit ropey. But um, yeah, that, I think if you look at all the kind of feedback from the community and stuff, the one kind of overarching sort of message has been that the uh, engine that it's based on is looking a bit dated now. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was speaking to one of the developers after we saw it, and he said that they have tweaked it, but it looks exactly the same. It does look exactly the same. Um, I suppose the thing to say on that, we haven't seen Battlefield 3 running on a console yet. That's true. Only on PC. But um, I don't know. The one thing I'll, you know, um, I forgot what they're called. Infinity Ward uh, are very good at putting trailers together. You know, I reckon... 90% of the people who read the IGN will look at that and go, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah. So, um, Mostly it, tubby 13-year-old Americans. Oi. What? We have they're tubby 14. 13-year-olds. They're 14. Oh, sorry, they're 14. Everyone on the internet's 14. Yeah. Um, I th- they went sensationalist, though, didn't they? They had the, um, tube being, the tube train being attacked. Yeah, London, well, so, and so obviously you've seen the trailer. I'll just, so the two levels that we saw, the first one was New York. And it was basically um, uh, the, the financial district of New York has been overrun by a Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, nice. By Russians, uh, and so kind of I think the what what what's the building that's replacing the uh, Twin Towers? Oh, it's called uh, Freedom Tower. I believe that's in there. So right. it's kind of very much sort of modern day, hence modern warfare. Um, but yeah, it's all been overrun. All the kind of stock exchange has been blown to pieces. And so you start off on the ground as these troops kind of legging it up inside the building, trying to take out the Russians. And eventually you end up uh, in a Black Hawk fighting a couple of Russian helicopters, which crash into buildings and all that kind of stuff. It's very kind of over the top. and Not explosive. at all sensationalist. No. No. Um, and it was, you know, it looked spectacular, didn't it, Daniel? Yeah, it looked great. But, but at the I, same time, it was like, I feel like I've seen, seen it all before. And the before. style of it is exactly yeah. the same. It's run here, put bomb onto this. Yellow yeah. truck, run away, yeah. shoot some more guys. It's and and very... do you know what? I am I am quite excited to play it, but at the same time, I hate myself for that because I just want to see something new. But uh, And then the second level was the London level, which apart from having a tube train in it and uh, Canary Wharf was in the distance, it was uh, set in the East End dockyards or something or other. I'm, I'm not sure why we didn't have any of the kind of storyline to put it into context. But again, SAS dudes running through um, uh, East End dockyards 
Uh, and it was stealthy to begin with, which was nice. I thought, okay, change of pace. Literally 30 seconds later, it all kicks off and it's back to how Modern Warfare 2 played out. And the thing I loved about Modern Warfare 1 was that it's change of pace. It went from being kind of full on in your face to kind of stealthy, all the kind of giddy suit stuff. Uh, they haven't revealed any of that. I really hope that they go back to some of that stuff for Modern Warfare 3 because um, I thought that was Modern Warfare 2's biggest falling point is that it was single tempo all the way through. So, And then it finished with the tube train kind of chase. Uh, the bad guys escape on the tube train. You get on the back of a truck and fo- follow them down. Did they wow. have a, a WMD on that tube train? Oh, I don't because know. Because we open up the back of a truck and the, I think there was supposed to be a WMD in there. And what right. I've read is they might be using the tube train to take the WMD under the Houses of Parliament. Right. And that's maybe where the next level okay. could be set. Ah, mm. right, right, right. Guy Fawkes-esque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a big, <laughs> big uh, keg of gunpowder. Mm. And that's it. So but you yeah, ride the, a truck on a tube line? Yeah. Well, it must be one of the wide ones then, more like the district line or something. But then district line doesn't go under. No, Jubilee, I think. Uh, uh, I don't yeah, know if it's I that I would accurate. say you're probably reading a little bit too much into yeah. this. Because, um, uh, so you start off in the East End and then you go through, uh, it literally, you drive through um, stations and there's passengers going panicking and all this kind of stuff. And it's Can you shoot them? Um, I don't know. Right. I didn't. Well, it was a, a a demo that someone else was playing, but it was a live demo as opposed to a, just a video being played. Uh, and then it ended up with the the tube being derailed, and it, it actually reminded me of Die Hard Four, something like that. Ridiculous, over the top. I don't see the Daily Mail are, are up in arms, oh, of course. Well, of course they are. Uh, but that's but what Activision want, right? It yeah, it feels like a lot of the stuff that they're putting in there is is there to kind of grab headlines and PR, which, you know, the airport level was in Modern Warfare 2. In my opinion, that served no other purpose than to get PR. So, anyway, that's Modern Warfare 3. But it was an Activision event. Did you see anything else? Uh, we did. The only other thing we're allowed to talk about at the moment is Transformers, uh, the game based on the movie, which was kind of like every yeah, other. Yeah, we played Deathmatch. It was, yeah, it we was okay. Played, it we played multiplayer. Yeah. It was yeah, it's all right. Is it a sequel to uh, the last one, The War of the Cybertron? Uh, I don't know. If, no, it's, it, it um, plays just like that, though. Right. Like the yeah. feel of it. But you it, transform but it's, it. It's the, the official movie game. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of standard deathmatch that we played. You know, switching between robot and... Um, Walking yeah, thing. Uh, war Car. vehicle. Yeah. Worked well. The, the, there were four kind of types. Scout, which was kind of like a light, well, fast Sports thing, like, car. Yeah. Sports car. Jet. Jet. Tank, tank and obviously Optimus Prime or uh, Mega Balls. <laughs> See the evil guy. I forgot what the evil guy is called. <laughs> Megatron. Again. Megatron. That's it. Yeah. Mega Balls. Yeah. They haven't really got many properties left, have they? Activision. Um. Well, you know, they've got another Spider-Man ones. game coming. Yeah. Um. And yeah, as I say, there was some other announcement stuff there, but we're not allowed to talk about. But that, if you've so. got Call of Duty, you don't really need much else. I guess not. I guess no. not. And. What was interesting, though, is because it was a joint presentation by Sledgehammer and Infinity Ward. And I'm still not quite sure what Sledgehammer are doing in the, in the kind of relationship, the two developers. Developers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I slipped into a South African exit here. Thanks for picking up on that. So anyway, that was that was our kind of Activision pre-E3 stuff. Uh, oh, God, more of my boring voice now. Uh, moving on to the news <laughs> is that there's some Arkham City stuff. Uh, there was, uh, during a playthrough of a demo, 
one of our US guys saw a poster for the uh, Flying Graysons, which anyone who follows Batman is Robin. The original Robin was Dick Graysons from the Flying Graysons. Anyway, there's a big cancelled stencil over the front, which makes us believe that the event where uh, Robin's mum and dad have been killed has happened. So could Robin be in the next Batman? Ooh. Well, we don't know. We don't, we don't know, know, do we? It's all, it's all a big uh, load of speculation. But what we do know is that um, Penguin is going to be in it because he has appeared on a front cover of a magazine, hasn't he, Daniel? Yes, he has indeed. And um, we have got some details. We just hastily scribbled down some notes. But um, DC have actually given Rocksteady quite a lot of latitude with what they're doing with the characters. So they've reimagined him as a cockney. Really? Ooh. It's a cockney penguin. Cockney sparrow. Ooh. East End today. Going to be it? voiced by Danny Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be nice. You think? Or That's Ray Winston. Yeah. Ray Winston would be good. Mm. So instead of having a very sort of feet cigarette holder, he has like a big chunky cigar. Nice. And he's um he's been he's been in Arkham City for quite a while and he's he's lost his sort of iconic monocle and he's yeah, using so the end of a bottle. Yeah, so rather than <laughs> have a monocle, he's got like a bottle top that's been shoved into his face. Yeah. Nice. It's quite fortunate to find a bottle that had the correct optics. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Yeah. He must have gone through quite a bit um a few bottles. But yeah, I've got some more details. Um, we've got a lot of confirmed villains. I think we knew most of these, but Two Face Joker, Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy, Hugo Strange, Calendar Man. Yep, they're all in it. Um, Calendar Man. The Calendar Man. Calendar Man. Calendar Man. Oh, no, Calendar <laughs> Man. Calendar Man is like a Daredevil. Coriander Man. Villain. Coriander yeah, some people hate like Coriander. Coriander so. I hate Coriander. System. Do you? Tim yeah. Lovejoy yeah. hates Coriander I as well. I love Coriander. it. Oh. I think it's a chemical, like it's a genetic Disgusting. thing. Some people find it revolting. Calendar Man. We spoke about Calendar Man on the podcast. So, like specific dates, your PS3 or Xbox or whatever, he'll he'll set you challenges on Valentine's Day or whatever. Oh, really? That's speculation, yeah. though, isn't it? No, that's that's true. Someone that? from Rocksteady said that. Yeah. Oh. Interesting nugget. Yes. Um, yeah, some more details. It's five times the size of the original game. Wow. Yep. And I thought big. this was this is kind of a little detail, but I thought this is quite cool. So if you want to like traverse the city and go to a specific point, you can go and set a marker on your map. But instead of being like a little like flashing red icon on your mini map, you project the bat signal into the sky mm-hmm. where you're supposed to go. That's how you navigate towards your destination. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, I thought that was quite cool. And the detective mode is coming back, but it's not going to be as extensive as before. Ooh. Environments will still remain solid. Right. So you can't basically see everything you around see you. see through walls and okay. stuff like that. So henchmen will still appear as those kind of X-ray skeletons. Yep. Right. And their weapons will be illumined, depending on what kind of danger they pose to Batman. Yeah. But you won't be able to see them you know four walls away you want to right. be able to see them through concrete because right. oh. it um, yeah it, it did make it easier just to play yeah the, I think yeah. It was yeah. the major was the criticism that was the only thing it was a little bit Asylum. too easy yeah um, you say uh, you think it's too big Chris mm. why I'm just being a bit grumpy because I'm hungover oh. it's probably fine okay good <laughs> carry on <laughs> um, any other details on Penguin um, he says he'll be cynical tough and dangerous that wow. That's about it. That's there isn't much more than that, really. So do, do they not say how he got the bottle in his eyeball? Because it says on the cover of the magazine, find out how he gets the bottle I think they're inside. just going with he's been in Arkham City for quite a long time. Somebody must have glassed him. That's a cop-out. Yeah. Mm. And the Black Mask. Oh, so we spotted the Black Mask in one of our Rewind yep. theatres. Yeah. Um, Rocksteady have confirmed he'll be a major player Ooh. in Arkham City. Check us out with our Rewind theatres. Well, not us personally. But. Well, we are all a big IGN yeah, Borg. Yeah, breathing Borg. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, any other news on Arkham City? Um, yeah, the other one, um, as they try to do in the Christopher Nolan Batman films, they're making detection a much bigger part of the sequel. So um, Batman will be doing more um, sleuthing instead of just following trails of right. various sorts. Right. So I think it'll be a bit more detailed. And you'll be able to interrogate um, thugs. So right. sometimes if there's someone you want to interrogate, you have to be careful not to knock Can't him out before you get the info. Is in the game or is it just Suggs? <laughs> Sorry, like just for the benefit of our <laughs> listeners, Stuart has just looked at a picture of uh, the penguin and you think he looks like Suggs. No, didn't you no. say he interrogates Suggs? It was, oh, it, was a, it was an audio joke. Oh, sorry, yeah. I thought you were looking at that. <laughs> uh, well, it's because it didn't sound like fucking toilets, all of you. Well, it didn't make any sense. I got it. Yeah. It was shit, though. It was yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Daniel's turn to make the shit jokes last week. Uh, thank you for I'll stepping in. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, right, thank you. Yeah. You're my ages. What? I well, don't oh, know. Oh, no. It's ruined it now. Well, it's not a joke. It's just a word for shield. Okay. Oh, oh God. No. Well, I'm really looking forward to Arkham City anyway. I don't know about you. Me too. And yes. they'll hopefully show more at E3. And uh, Warner Brothers have promised that we can finally get and see Rocksteady, the developer, after E3. So Yay! As soon as we do that, we will give you listeners uh, as much info as we can. So, Alex, what yes. about The Dark Knight Rises, the movie? What about it? I don't know. Daniel, oh. got any news? <laughs> this is me, me again. We're just fetishising on Black Batman. But um, yeah, in the last week, we got our first picture, first glimpse of Tom Hardy's Bane. Bane. What do you think? <laughs> as, as our Batman expert, what did you think of the first image of Bane? Well, you can't really see much. I, initially, I thought it's a very tricky character to get right because he's kind of superhuman. And the thing that Nolan has done really, really well is take kind of, well, all of the kind of old characters and make them kind of real. So, uh, I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks like Bane, which is quite interesting. I thought they'd take him in a completely different yeah. direction, just be Bane in name alone, but yeah. uh, he looks like Bane. He's certainly chunky. Yeah. His arms aren't massive, but I think the way the photo's been shot. Yeah, because um, that's it. You can't really see much, and it's very much, you know, what is it, like a head and shoulders shot from behind. Um, but I think it's, again, with Tom Hardy playing it, I think he'll do an amazing job, I've no doubt. But I don't think it'll be Bane in what most Batman fans think Bane is. I think it will be a slightly different take in the same way as Joker. Mm. So. I think he'll be out to break Batman. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I, it's, I, it's how the whole Venom thing works. Because mm. uh, in the comics, if he uh, takes Venom, he goes into this really, really back, big, stupid, well, not stupid, um, dude who kind of breaks things, including Batman's back. I was going to say, do you think he'll break Batman's back? I think it could happen. Mm. You think? Hmm. I don't think. No? No. I think it'll, it, it'll happen and Catwoman will have to help him fight crime whilst he's recuperating. I'm still not convinced about Anne Hathaway. I think she'll be fine. Mm. I don't want her to be fine. I want her to be amazing. Well, look, at no, no one was convinced about Heath Ledger, were they? And mm. he, he turned out to be an inspired choice. You read that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent in an but email saying that. But it's true. Yeah. Um... But yeah, my friend said he saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt walking through Soho because they're shooting Dark Knight Rises at the moment in London. Right. Yeah. Carrying a script. Well, he said it was carrying paper, <laughs> uh, which could have been the script. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's quite exciting. We should, can we get there? We yeah. How, how do you find it? The people must discuss where stuff like that is happening. There's yeah, a lot it was of happening in Farringdon, wasn't it? Yeah. St. John Street. There's a building there that was also used in the Houston Promises, the David Cronenberg film, and right. they've used it in previous films for the interiors of um, Gotham City PD. Yeah. 
And apparently they told people on that street while they were shooting to expect gunfire. So whether, you know, somebody's trying to break in or break out more likely of um, the police department. Oh, man. I don't know. It's all good. It's all idle speculation. I know. Newshound. We should get over there. Totally. Let's go, go now. Let's yeah. set up a tent. They're gonna Let's film call in. off the podcast. Yeah. They're right. heading to Glasgow so next, I think. Can we put the Batman music in here? You're editing it this week. Do oh, you want. Okay. Every time you talked about the Penguin earlier, I kept hearing the Penguin music from the 60s TV show. How's What's that go? Yeah. Just loop that and we'll run that underneath. <laughs> that's, that's our new <laughs> theme tune. Is there any other info about the film? You said they're going to Glasgow. Um, they're what going they to doing? Glasgow next week. So obviously they're not shooting in Chicago this time round. So I think Gotham's going to be a composite of various cities. So oh, really? Why are no they not one's picking and choosing. Um, I think it's something maybe like tax breaks or something. I don't think they're available anymore. So I think they're going to um, Pittsburgh now. You tell me. I'm looking, Daniel, I'm looking to you. The news hand. Um, for a while it was going to be Detroit, but I think, yeah, basically just going around grabbing different parts to make up this. Um, original I've Gotham always City. thought Glasgow was like Gotham. They should go to Gotham, not in Nottinghamshire. Shoot it there. There's some um, same other, name. There's some other casting. <laughs> They've got the sign, so that's it. Welcome to Gotham. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Tom Conti's going to be. Tom Conti's in it. Tom Conti's going to be in it. And Matthew Modine. What? Matthew Modine. Oh, God. The, the cast is getting bigger and bigger. What's Tom Conti going to do? I don't know. I hope he plays the character he played in Shirley Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll play Robin. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, Chris, you've got some... Uh, is this positive Star Wars news? It might be. Uh, it, no, it's Star Wars news. That's no, what it is. It I could wouldn't be positive. say it's positive Star Wars news. Uh, it's just George Lucas has given us an update on the TV show, which he's been talking about for donkey's years. Um, and it's not happening right now. That's why I think it's positive. Um, he says, though, it's written... They've got 50 hours worth of TV written. Oh, God. Um, exactly. <laughs> it's wow. going to be too expensive to shoot. So he's waiting for uh, it to become easier or cheaper to shoot. Why is it going to be too expensive to shoot? Nothing's expensive to shoot. These George days. Lucas short on money? No. You look a bit like George Lucas, actually. Yeah, got no neck. He says, right now, <laughs> it looks like the Star Wars Zero features, yeah. but we have to figure out a way of making it for about a tenth of the cost for the features because it's television. Right. Can someone just not wrestle the Star Wars franchise out of his hands and, and treat it as it should be treated? Chewbacca. Well, like an intervention. It's like, it's enough, George. Yeah. Let leave, it go. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like he's claiming he's going to change the film industry as well when it does happen. Because he says, uh, when we do sort of figure out this problem, it will dramatically affect a lot of movies. Because a lot of movies that are costing $150, $200 million will suddenly be able to make them for 50 or $60 million. So what exactly, what change is he talking about? He doesn't about? specify. He's just, I guess he's waiting for the technology to become cheaper. But but what technology? I guess he's probably creating set, sets from nothing and it just shooting in a soundscape, yeah. yeah. It must be green screen stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I guess what he's trying to do is he's trying to make virtual sets a lot, lot cheaper than they currently are because the rendering time, rendering time is so massive to get kind of high definition quality sets at the moment. Mm. I mean, you, you can say what you like about George Lucas. At least he... Um, he does push the boundaries. You can't like, say what you like about George Lucas. He'll probably see you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So don't, but I'd, my point is, I'd yeah. Stop. I'd stop now. You're going to get sued. When he made Star Wars, the technology wasn't there, so he created it. When he made Empire Strikes Back, the technology wasn't there, so he created it. So What technology was that he created? When he made How the Duck, yeah, yeah. The technology wasn't there. I'm just going to say. People said he couldn't do it. Podcast. And then when he made uh, Attack of the Clones, the audience wasn't there. <laughs> Way. So that's it. Bye-bye, Star Wars TV show for now. Uh, and then final piece of news is from you, Tom. 
Yeah, it's a bit of non-news, really, but um, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> B- build it up. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you don't want to listen to this non-news, skip forward four see, minutes. See, I wrote it, and I think it's kind of non-news in a way. Yeah, it's just that Microsoft are probably going to be announcing 3D for Xbox 360 at E3. Possibility. So it's kind of a report more than actual news. Um, so we don't think there's going to be a fresh new Xbox then. I thought that was the. I thought that that's was not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Well, I think we can move on to that next, I well, guess. Yeah, um, but only the more recent HDMI cable. Yeah, Xbox can do it, obviously. But we got we got a response to that saying that uh, the Avatar game could was outputting in proper 3D on Xboxes before. Yeah, because I thought I thought Xboxes could do stereoscopic 3D, but they just don't really kind of spoken about it that much so I'm, I I don't know enough about the technical side no me neither Stuart what you know about technical things I was always under the impression that 360 just couldn't do couldn't do 3D it just didn't have the grunt that's what I was is that what it needs though grunt because surely you can add that functionality with a firmware update I guess so because uh, uh, you know the, the PS3 has always been a more powerful yeah. machine Graphically, yeah, and and processor-wise, than the, than the 360. Um, so and it's, that, it's basically enough oomph to throw around, yeah, double the images. But am I right in saying that even the the PS no the PS3 does do full HD 3D, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, Superstarless HD, mm-hmm. I believe, was 1080p. Yeah, in, and I'm, I'm I'm guessing Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is obviously a 1080p game. I don't know if it's 1080p in 3D. Right. Right, and I'm just wondering what kind of resolution we'll get out of the 360 then mm. if they do go stereoscopic. They said 720. Yeah. I think, t- and to be honest, I think that's good enough for, for 3D stuff. I must have... Oh, the minority of people actually have a 3D TV. Yeah. So it's not... It doesn't really affect most people, I, I don't d- think. I don't really see the difference between 1080p and 720p. There's um, been quite a, an exciting uh, move in the in the world of 3D TVs, though, with Samsung, and their new, uh, they're, they're partnering with Disney, the, the, their real D... Uh, oh, yeah. technology yeah. Uh, and Samsung are now bringing out TVs with, with uh, passive right. technology and you'll get like 7 or 8 or 10 pairs of cheapy glasses in like, the like the glasses you get at the like cinema the you get at real decent oh, okay. yeah. which, is, uh, which is good I think yeah. no I agree much yeah. better idea especially um, for, like good idea with Disney stuff and you know kids watching it and apparently the new Samsung telly's got a really wide field of vision so you can sit right over on one area and still get a good 3D effect right so it could finally be coming of age just as people tire of 3D movies, but you still you want you want a setup that plays it all there, don't you? Yeah. Because w- would that Samsung setup only play uh, real 3D, or would it have the functionality to play stereoscopic as well? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would. Okay, right. Uh, I guess what it would do is it would convert it into real D. So that's it. But you've you've read about um, I mean the demise, the so-called demise of, of 3D in the cinemas. How Pirates of the Caribbean 4, the uh, 3D version. Yep. has done really badly and it's actually been outsold in a way by the by the 2D version. Oh, was it 70% of the people opted for 2D? Yeah. Something like that I saw. Yeah. Good. I got. I, I was, me and uh, Tom were at the Hangover 2 screen last night and the Harry Potter trailer was before. It's a brilliant trailer. Yeah. But I've got to be honest, my, I'd forgotten it was 3D and my heart sank at the end when it said it yeah. was coming in 3D. I was like, oh no, this looks brilliant and I just want to see this like a normal movie. Yeah. Well, you still will be able to, as long as you see it on a very tiny screen at a, at a really poor hour of the day. Watch it on my phone. Yeah, that'll do. It's good what, enough. What was the what happened in the trailer? That, just lots of really epic trailer. action. Really? It, it it wasn't didn't give too much away, but it just looked on a on a huge scale. Is it? And um, there was a little moment in it as well, like a really cool like the money shot that wasn't from the book, so they've added something. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Is the, this trailer exclusive to the screening you were at? It's no, I don't yet. know. Actually, Tom, do you know if it's out there or not? What's that? That trailer? Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I haven't seen it. I'll, have a look I'll it after, but it's a great, it's a great trailer. It made me super excited. Yeah, mm. it's a good trailer. They do really good trailers for that, though, don't they? Surprisingly, how they can still churn out really good trailers, eight films down the line or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't think making a good trailer is that difficult. If you've got a two and a half hour film to choose, like a minute's worth of key scenes from, you're going to make an exciting trailer. Yeah. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it for this week's news. Uh, moving on, uh, E3. So that's taking place in a week and a half. Uh, I'm going, and you're coming as well, Tom. Yes, and Mr. Daniel Kilby apparently is going. Yeah, Sad Dan will be there with us. Uh, we're actually planning to do a daily podcast. Uh, just an update of all the things that we've seen. Uh, I think Tom and I, you, we're going to be talking about games, and Dan wants to talk about Booth Babes. That's pretty much <laughs> what he <laughs> says. <laughs> that's um, but Tom, this is your first E3. Are you excited? I am, yeah, very excited. Yeah, I just got my confirmation of uh, attendance for Nintendo and Sony press conferences. So ah. I'm all booked for that. There's a, a Sonic the Hedgehog event going on that I'm going to. And, mm, not uh, quite so excited about that. Well, there's a big FIFA thing happening at LA Galaxy as well, which I, we should try and get involved with. It's the World Championships or something like something that. Like Interactive that. World Championships yeah. or something. So, but yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. I have literally no idea what to expect. Um, so, um, yeah. It's nice to be um, getting involved with things like that. So. Well, uh, expect three days, four days actually, with the press conferences of really, really hard work. Yeah. But it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, and you, you will see uh, some amazing stuff. It should be a good uh, E3 because obviously in terms of press conferences, I still don't know what Microsoft is going to talk about, but they sent out their invites yesterday and there were some hints uh, about some bits and pieces. Did you see that news, Daniel? Yeah, I wrote it up. Um, basically sent out these make your own like little creative invites where there was little spaces on the invite for the per the attendee to put their favorite game um what game are they best at and they yeah. gave you they provided you with loads of stickers and the stickers kind of suggested what might be showing in their keynote yeah and among them were like batman arkham city gears of war 3 yeah and then one of them was halo and tomb raider yeah so whether something halo related is going to be announced i don't know it definitely will yeah so we imagine yeah. Remake, but smart money's on that. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's been rumored for quite a long time. Yeah. But I, I just don't think that's enough for me. Like you know, if I don't know what Microsoft's big press conference announcements announcements going to be, if it's that, it's a bit like, eh. all right, I've played the original Halo. Yeah, I'm not really fussed about whether they're going to focus on all these Connect games. Apparently, they're going to be putting yep, out. Yeah, no, they're yeah. saying they're, they're going to cater the hardcore with Connect. But um, yeah, yeah, there's a story I saw this morning. I'm about to write it up, and somebody's listed the new Ghost Recon game with Connect. That um, kind of makes compatibility, sense. Uh, which well, I always oh, I've always envisaged um, Ghost Recon using Connect because you could use hand signals to give your troops orders. You could do. If but, you're going to use it in a hardcore was, title. Because you know they did that Ghost Recon game on Wii. Yes. Which was more of a kind of sort of like on-rail shooter. Yeah. Not very good. But so the actual... I think this is going to... I don't think this is a standalone oh, Kinect okay. title. It is the next Ghost Recon title. Right. But it will support Kinect. Probably be optional extra, which is yeah. I think the way that you have to go with core games. Yeah. You can't force it onto the core. How do you do that? Like if you're playing a game with the pad and then you want to issue command, you're not going to put the pad down and go like, you two over there. Yeah, I suppose I've been playing a lot For of the interest of everybody at home, Alex just waved his hand <laughs> in the air and did chopping motion. Yeah. Didn't really work on a podcast. <laughs> I know. But I did the voice to go with it. Oh, I see. Back okay. on me. Yeah. 
I just wave my hand around in a circle yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um yeah, the thing is Ghost Recon through door till we're doing all the, fingers at people. We're yeah. doing all the proper Those are signs. signals. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So um anyway, that's the Microsoft press conference. We're Good. getting derailed here. Uh Nintendo's press press conference, obviously Project this, Cafe. This is the big one, right? Yeah. I, I think this is where it's all gonna be happening this year. Yep. Uh Project Cafe. Um they'll obviously show Do you think we'll uh, get a, a the proper name for it? In, at the uh, uh, conference, I would have thought so. Yeah, I can't. Have to, it's such a shit uh, code name. We should yeah. see if we could predict the name. <sighs> yeah, well, good luck. Like, who would have thought that we was going to be called We? I oh, did. What was the code? Yeah. Name? <laughs> I was called it. it I called it five years early. <laughs> uh, was We Revolution? We was Revolution. No, GameCube no, no. was Dolphin. Okay, what was N sixty four? Oh, maybe it was Revolution. Yeah, we need Martin for these things. I don't know. Who? I think it's going to be called <laughs> the Bollock. Brilliant. Singular. Uh, f- hey, the hey, the family that. console, the bollock. The bollock. Yeah. Um, ball. And then you've got the Sony press conference, which is all going to be at, be about the NGP. Are you crying? And, and apologies, I guess. Big, huge yeah, bow at the beginning. I don't, know, I don't know if they're going to kind of... Yeah, they're going to have to address it, but... Yeah. They should suck everyone have, off, to be honest. We'll, 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 Maybe we'll they'll commit Harakiri. Are right, you going to show up now? Why? Trying to have a sensible conversation here. So we're trying to make it. Why funny. are you having a go at me? He's the one that's pissed. I know, it's fucking terrible. Right. <laughs> Do you think that the PSN will be back up and running by the time the conference happens? Fully. E- yes. 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 It'd be fucking terrible if it isn't. It'll be up by the end of this month. You reckon? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Still five days. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, apologies, and uh, I reckon they, the, any new titles? Do you think? I can't really say. Ah, Alex is the man in the know. But NGP is also very exciting from... Uh, yeah. and, and lots of Uncharted 3, presumably. Yeah. yeah. So. Exactly. Sony's got a pretty strong lineup of stuff that's coming out anyway. So Yeah. I'm looking forward to... Uh, the Resistance 3, obviously. The NGP will be there to play hands-on. It should be there to play, and it will. It, they'll definitely uh, give it a proper name, I would have thought, and release date price, considering it's supposed to be coming out end of the year. So. Yeah. Um, But apart from that, yeah, you've got all the other stuff, all the on the show floor stuff, you know, we've been fortunate that we've seen a fair few bits and pieces already, but um, there will be so many games. Apparently, uh, in IGN's big kind of game list, there's like 300 games that are going to be there, so make sure you see all of them, Tom. I will do. I'll be looking at every single one with my eyeballs. Every single game. Stick my little thumbs on the little game buttons. When you do your wee podcast, do you think you could get any special guests on? Like maybe IGN special guests, some, some of our American colleagues. Yeah, we could do that, yeah. Get some Hillary and some Tal and some Chobot yeah. and some. Get Fran Mirabella back. Um, that boy can talk. Yeah, let's see. If we should try and do an international roundup because we'll have the. We'll be there. The guys from the states from there. The, yeah. The, the podcast guys will be there. So maybe we can get. Who put out to listeners? Who would you like to hear? Who would be your ultimate IGN podcast team? Everyone will say Chobot. Does she do? Oh well, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure there. There's other apart people from who Chobot. Podcasts. Yeah, apart from Chobot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who would you and like sad, to hear? Apart from Sad Dan. Not him either. Yeah. Because he's going to be on some of them anyway. Um, so, yeah, well, send your suggestions to yeah. UK feedback, IGN.com. Yeah, send us a message on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash T, uh, sorry, IGN UK. And facebook.com slash team IGN UK. So, yeah, E3, obviously, loads of stuff going to be happening next week, so keep an eye on the site. Um, moving on, let's talk about the games that are coming out very shortly. Well, there aren't any, so... Uh, I think people, uh, publishers have just thought, actually, E3's coming out. 
So let's not release any games. There's probably some stuff coming out on uh, Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, if it were up. I mean, there are games. Um, I think White Knight Chronicles is coming out. Um, A billion for, years for, after it came yeah, out and it, everywhere else. For um, PSP and there are some other things, but um, we're only interested in the really exciting stuff, right? Yeah. So, but there's plenty of good films out. Like, yeah, there's a brilliant film coming out next week called Senna, which is a documentary about Ayrton Senna. And even if you don't like motor racing, mm. or you don't know who he is, or you don't like documentaries, you should see it. It's brilliant. It's maybe a little bit too reverential, but it's just a really gripping story about a really. Everyone who's guy. seen it said it's amazing. Yeah. So, and apparently there's a bit in there because uh, I think this is the first movie or documentary made about him. Uh, and there's a, I was reading someone's Facebook post about uh, they were thinking about making a uh, biopic of him with uh, Antonio Banderas playing as uh, Ayrton Senna. Apparently there was, that was a scene in there, mm. which I thought was anyone who knows Ayrton Senna, I don't think Antonio Banderas is the no. best person to play him. Now, there's a couple of shocking scenes, actually. Actually, they show the aftermath of a couple of crashes that are really, like, really? very, very upsetting, like footage that you wouldn't normally see on the telly. Right. Which oh, is, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. What the... Crashes. Oh, the film. The film's great. When um, When's it out in cinemas? Next week. Next, next week. week. Yeah, next Friday. But before then, uh, on the Wednesday, uh, X-Men First Class is coming out. Which got a four out of five on the site. It did, and I believe most of the people in this room have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Have so you what all? thoughts, we people? We had a little outing. outing. We had a little outing. Yeah, when you were so to be sick. Everyone apart from me went to go and see X-Men. Yeah. You fuckers. Well, you were pretending to be sick. Mm. I was <laughs> pretending, yeah. So what did everyone think? Thoughts, people? Good. Yeah, I looked yeah, it. I really, really liked good. it. I think three and a half. Oh. I think three and a half, four. Yeah. yeah. Personally, it's my favourite X-Men movie now. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that afterwards. I thought, oh, I'm just thinking that just because I've seen it. But yeah, yeah, I think the more I think about it, I mean, I only there's a lot of great stuff it. in it. I thought X2 was like the best superhero movie it's, ever. Yeah, it's up there. X2's good. Yeah. But I think that it's looking a bit dated now and I think this is this is really good. I just love the way it brings all the mythology of X-Men together and... It doesn't play too much homage to the old ones. It does enough homage. Um, so it's um, it's just a really fresh new way of looking at it. Like I, my my least favorite characters in the old ones was fucking Professor X, Cyclops, all these boring characters, and they're all gone. Storm, like the new Storm, pro- was Storm yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just quite a different Professor X because Patrick Stewart is very yeah. very much holier than thou, and yeah. But McAvoy is 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 he's a bit pimping, of a pimping. Yeah. pimping. He's a cad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, I think we're all agreed, aren't we, that Fassbender owns that movie, though. He's so really good. good. Yeah, he's really he's good. He's so when good. When he's uh, Nazi, hunt- Nazi hunting in the first half of the yeah. film, he's just... Kevin Bacon's a lot of fun, though. He's, yeah, he's, he's really, really, well. really enjoys being in that movie, doesn't he? You can tell. And uh, Oliver Platt. Yes. He's in it. I didn't know that. I oh. love Oliver Platt. Oh, I love Oliver Platt. Yeah, he's only in it briefly, but... Better than Thor? Yeah, definitely. Maybe yeah. after seeing it, I was thinking, makes Thor look lame in comparison. Lame, really it's simplistic. A, it, the, the stakes seem real in it, rather than the Thor, where it just seems like a silly fantasy. Where X Men, it feels, even though it's about ridiculous stuff, they've grounded it in reality in such a way that it it would work as a drama, I think, if yeah. you didn't have all the superpowers. Yeah, it's because it is the the start of it is grounded in reality, isn't it? With the with the whole concentration camp thing and the, and the Second World War, and then weaving it in and out. Yeah, and that's, I think that's why it, why it is so powerful. Yeah. Because because it is such a, a you know a horrendous tragedy that happened and there are echoes of it to this day still and they and they kind of play on that yeah but yeah it's an entertaining film and but Fassbender doesn't let up for two hours no it's no. really it's well paced maybe a tiny bit flabby in the middle but yeah 
That's Apart what I that. think. Yeah. So two awesome movies. Yeah, and we saw Hangover as well, which came out, we trailed last week. Yep. Uh, but we didn't talk about because we hadn't seen it. And now we've seen that, so... Yeah, mm. that'll be in cinemas by the time this goes live. Yeah. Good? Bad? Yeah, good. Funny. Yeah, if you liked Hangover, which me, both me and Chris do, then you'll I'm sure you'll like Hangover too. Imagine the same story, but with a monkey substituted for the baby. Yeah. And slightly less funny. Oh, and a, yeah. chi- and a Thai man instead of... Oh, no, I don't want to ruin it. Oh, easy. Yeah. But yeah, very, uh, very funny, but just kind of... You know, you won't remember it, I don't think, right. for long. Okay. You won't but be rewatching. Really, do you think The Hangover is that funny? Yeah. Do you? I think it's really funny. Mm. I think it's good. I, I like bits it. bits of it were really funny, but overall I thought it was a little bit like... Mm. And I think mm. that's probably because you said it was really hilarious and I saw mm. it, I was like, Daniel? yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I don't think it's laugh out loud funny. No, uh, lo- no uh, lols here. I think it's smarter rather than funny. I think it's a smart yeah. movie rather than a laugh out loud It movie. works as a thriller, I think, as well as being a comedy. That whole sort of mystery about where they've been and what, mm. what, what's been going on. It's is, it, is that the same in the second one then? Yep. Yeah. It, it, it's actually the same stuff has pretty much happened. Every as well, single so. beat is hit <laughs> yeah. at the same time in the say, in the movie. I, I'd like to see a comparison running them side by side. Yeah. Right. That would be it, quite it's interesting. It's copying scenes, but with slight twists, but it's the oh, really? same things. But have they done on. that on purpose? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's like, well, so what? This is funny. There's some very shocking moments in it as well, which um, are hilarious. Just, it's, yeah, definitely worth seeing. Toodaloo, mm. motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought he was a bit in, in it a bit too much this time around. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Go and check out oh, both those movies, I would say. Uh, let's move on to uh, listener feedback. I Who's have the first bit of listener Tom's feedback. Got the first bit. This is from Ivar. He's told me it's pronounced that way, and he's a male Norwegian. And it's a male Norwegian name. Hello, Ivar. He said, thanks for the podcast. You can now put a pin in Oslo for your non-existent map. Where's our fucking map? Yeah, where is our map, Frolic? Yeah. yeah. Luke Frolic, where's our map? Um, he said that he bought... So this is about L.A. Noir, because obviously we were bigging it up last week. He, yep. he said he bought L.A. Noir on our recommendation. And, but actually, he thinks the interrogation system is pretty stupid. He says the interrogation takes an unknown and predictable, unpredictable direction each time you select an option. And when the lie is the correct choice, you are then expected to use entirely circumstantial evidence to prove that the interviewee is lying. And the evidence is useless in most cases, forcing the player to guess more or less randomly which option is correct. And that is very annoying, says Ivar. That said... He's been playing it whilst he's stuck at home with a cold and the place, the game pace is perfect for someone who's a bit under the weather. Oh. There you go. If Did you play it while a, you were ill? No, I was going to say, if only I had a copy of L.A. Noir. Oh. Me too. I want one. I want one. Are we getting any more? I think there's a shop just up the road. Yeah. I, no, I went to the shop and bought it. Enough shop. Rubbish. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. Thank you. Who's yeah, got next bit? Um, it's me. Um, it's Bruno Spatola. This is a Long-time listener. Old, old yeah. friend yeah. of the show, yeah. Um, he wrote in to tell us that he's absolutely loving L.A. Noir. It's smart, methodical, engrossing, has some of, if not the best voice acting he's ever heard in the game, up there with Bioshock and Red Dead. And then he wrote in the next day to say, um, just finish L.A. Noir, it, it's a bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit shit. Really? So, I don't, you know, in one day he's had a very sort of um, bad experience with highs Noir, and lows. Yeah. Wow. A bit crap towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know, we had a couple. Of, we had a couple of um, emails saying that actually people have been a bit disappointed with. What tapered off near the end? Yep. What well, games do that though? Don't they? It's like yeah. matching it's, that. Yeah. It's supposed to have an overarching story, isn't it, with a serial killer? So maybe that doesn't pay off. 
that's not that's not a spoiler. Not? That's have we ever done best ending in, best endings in games? I don't think we have. No, we should throw that open. We game endings do. do tend to be quite disappointing. I think mm. in general, Angry Birds. Is there an end to that game? Never. Just give me more levels. Is there an ending to Tetris? Because I remember as a kid, someone saying they yes. they'd beat Tetris and a rocket ship takes a off. rocket yep. ship. Does the Soviets yeah. win? But that's yeah. that's not that's when you get past a certain score and then you keep on playing. If I remember oh, okay. rightly, because I remember playing on Game Boy and the rocket ship going up, but I'm sure it just keeps on playing. No, I don't think it does. I think that's it. Really? Really? Listeners, yeah. let us know. Because the original um, Donkey Kong doesn't have an ending, if you've seen King kill of screen. Kong. Just King, kill screen. <laughs> it's going to be a kill screen. <laughs> you can never <laughs> finish Kong. That's only funny if you've seen King of Kong. A great, great documentary. When they are going to make a, dramat- a dramatic version of that film? What's happened to that? They were with our Will Ferrell playing Billy Mitchell. Really? <laughs> nothing Nothing <laughs> happened, to be honest. Funny uh, that. Doesn't sound like Because Will Ferrell's not as funny as Billy Mitchell. That's the trouble. Yeah. yeah. I think if you ask Billy Mitchell, he would play himself with his American tie <laughs> and his hot wing sauce. Oh, I want to watch it again right now. I have the next bit of feedback. This is from Marek Parsim. He says, I just want to let you know I love your podcast and that I have nothing to contribute. Add Tartu Estonia to your map Estonia. whenever you actually wow. get a map. Cool. Estonia. Oh, wow. Thanks can we very come, much, man. Can we come hang out with you, Marek? That sounds awesome. Uh, I've got an email from Alex White saying, Hi, pod people. Do you think the oncoming of cloud computing is going to kill off the video game console? I personally like having hard copies of things, and I think it will be difficult to play old games in the future. What are your thoughts? I don't like cloud anything, really. Cloud music, cloud storage, anything like that. I like to keep it at home. I've embraced digital music. We've had this conversation before. I've embraced digital music, so I don't have CDs anymore. Yeah, but, no, I mean, but, ten but years time, would, there won't be hard copies of games. I don't. Know. No, but but you would want to. It's like all of my photos and stuff like that. They're, they're all stored on a hard drive somewhere separate. I've got my computer, and same with all my music. It's all backed up just in case it fucks up. And I'm worried about clouds. I I just don't know if everyone has decent enough broadband to no. No. get games that way. Vast, you know, you know, vast tracts of America won't have that sufficient broadband. No. So. I, I I think it's going to be here for some time to come. Yeah. Digital music still didn't kill off vinyl quite, did it? I mean, vinyl no. still lives on. Still lives on. There was a, a seven-inch singles market on Berwick Street last weekend. Was there? Mm. Mm. How much is a seven-inch single going for these days? I don't think, that, I don't think there are many kids buying vinyl though no. anymore. I think it's us that is buying the vinyl. I think that it's a minority. It's definitely a minority, yeah. Youngsters. Uh, I'm wondering if if the same thing will happen to movies, though, whether or not Blu-ray will continue to li- live on. Mm. No, I don't think. I so. don't think so. I think it's all going digital. Yeah, but I think what the the point is 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 people like having to have the, the old games and they can play them yeah. if they want. So if it becomes out of date, so if you're going into cloud, then that that physical having owning something doesn't happen. It'll be pay to play as well, won't it? I mean, you won't have to pay, spend. Maybe you probably won't have to spend like forty, fifty quid on a game outright. You'll probably hire it for the amount of time you play it. Mm. That's a long way off, I think. But that, that like surely that surely that goes yeah exactly like like your mum. Oh, it's too hard. But that goes hand in hand with the whole cloud thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think you're so right. It's a subscription basis. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like like Spotify. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Spotify. I, I agree. Like I think it will happen, but yeah, you, it's got to. But what I'm saying is, it's got to happen. Files. It's got to happen hand in hand with the cloud. Mm. You, I don't see how you can have one without the other. There's a really good article on IGN at the moment about the future of gaming that Patch has written. So uh, that's quite a good uh, pl- uh, follow-up on that. So have a look at that on the site. Okay, there you yeah, go. There you go. Any more feedback? Yeah. 
Uh, I've got one from Brendan Rundle. Uh, when I first chose my gamertag, I thought I'd chosen something that sounded cool and gladiatorial. It's Brendanus, inspired by Maximus Decimus Meridius, of course, and I imagined it would be pronounced Brendanus. However, I failed to notice that it has the word anus in it. <laughs> Fast forward to the present day, and I'm fed up with people's reaction to my gamertag being anus? Lol. <laughs> my thoughts so far, so he's going to change it, my thoughts so far have been Brendanus, like uh, a property of a material like porous, like Brendanus, yeah. or Brendarnus. My friends sometimes call me Brendonio, but I think that sounds like a dog biscuit. <laughs> I think you should just shorten it to anus. Being creative types, I thought you might be able to help me with some clever play on my name or something completely random. That's cool. Brenda. Brenda. Brenda Big Tits. Brilliant. Yeah, I'd be great on Call of Duty. You, you want, Brilliant. You won't get abused at all. No, no. What's, um, what's his full name again? It is uh, Brendan Rundle. Bundle. <laughs> Martin Big, Brundle. Big Tits Bundle. Brundlefly. <laughs> Brundlefly. Brundlefly's good. Brundlefly's good. Yeah. 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 I bet it's probably taken, but. Brundlepack. Brundlepack. I still think it's short, it's anus. (laughs) Just anus. Cockpiss Babtridge. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope those suggestions helped. (laughs) Let us know, though, what you decide to do, and we'll add you. If Brenda Big Tits makes the the cut. I've got a lot of feedback this week. <laughs> I just think it's like he's getting ridiculed for being called anus. <laughs> so he's going to switch it to Brenda Big Tits. <laughs> really deep male voice comes on. I, uh, I'm going to take this, this email as a bit of a personal slight. It's from Oliver Kay. He says, you know, when you get the famous people in the office, why don't you bring them into the podcast room and record them or at least record the interview and play it in the podcast? I think it's in reference to having Aidan Gillen in the office last week. I did that ages. I did that a long time ago. I, I recorded one and we put it on the podcast, but none of you seem to like it, so we no, didn't do it. It shit. doesn't. It always takes the flow out of it. It, um, was that, and it was that little geezer from Submarine. We had him in here. He was good, but that's different. Little geezer from well, he Submarine. He was a little geezer, wasn't he? He was a little chap. <laughs> that's different. That's sort of Craig. You, Thank you. You have to coordinate these people coming in, and we often don't have control over when they're coming, no. and we have and to fit everything around them. And also, yeah, they might not be ten minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's hard to get people for an hour. Yeah, there's, there's a couple I'm going after at the moment though, and we might have some special guests next week. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. While we're not here, yeah. um, he also says that Game of Thrones is really boring, and he wouldn't watch it without the girl who plays Daenerys, who is Amelia Clark. She, he says she's the fittest girl on TV. She is fit. Yeah, apparently she's quite dirty as well. Yes, there's, quite, there's, there's, there's some full frontal uh, nudity going on that. Wow, show. I might have Look to watch Tilly's this. face. I was absolutely lit up, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> she, uh, she sleeps with um, Conan the Barbarian. That lad I met the other day. Momoa? Yeah. What, in real life? Yeah, I was going to say, in real life. No, in the uh, in the show, they have a lot of sex. He impregnates her. Wow. Spoiler alert. That's That happens when you have sex sometimes. You'd know. I would know. Yes. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> yeah, if you need any advice, just give me a shout. Uh, I've got an email from Munzir Kowarazi. You might need to do it. <laughs> easy for you to say. I think you might need to do the text speak voice, Alex. Well, I've read this, and I didn't really understand what he's talking about, but he goes... It's it's not him though, is it? It's no, it's not Text Big Boy. But oh, okay, um, I'm right, getting excited because no. Alex is going to do. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Do it. Do it. I can't. I certainly. He, well, he starts off by going, "Hello." <laughs> you can't do that in a text speak. Uh, no, I'm just going to read it normally. Can you please tell me why people from abroad watch the UK podcast when there are the others? <laughs> I understand the Canadian, <laughs> but why would Americans watch this? Anyone like to? <laughs> don't know what that means. I don't know when we. When did we start filming it? I don't know. Yeah, wrong verb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read this couple. I, th- I think in. I think there's some language issues here. Um, oh. but yeah. So why, why is it okay anyway. for a Canadian? I don't. 
Well, it's, it's just the one Canadian as <laughs> well. Is it? I don't know. What's it? Is well, we had a Canadian last says? week. No, right? It says a lot. I remember this email. It says a lot more, but it's all quite confused. Is he uh, well, do you want me to read out the whole thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I read it out to someone in the pub the other day and so they enjoyed it. After that, he says, and I know about that rabbit show. I guess in the way EastEnders is sex before nine, that rabbit is horror before nine, but I guess we have Doc Who for that. The Contometer is the greatest creation since the podcast. I agree see, with that. See, I've, I've I've thought about this email a lot. I think he's talking about um, Don't Scare the Hair. He's talking about Don't yeah. Scare the Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. talked about it last week. Yeah. Right, okay. Don't Scare um, the Hair there, yeah. But anyway, the so show. essentially... <laughs> That's what they should call it. The rabbit show, show with Jason Bradbury. Why, why, uh, why should Americans listen to our podcast? Well, hopefully because it's funny, no matter where. Americans apart from this week. week. Yeah, apart from this week's one. Do you ever have other names for TV shows, though? Like he calls that the rabbit show. When I, years ago, one of my old girlfriends, her mum and dad, when All Creatures Great and Smalls on telly, just used to call it the vet program. Mm. Oh, the vet program's on. Really? Yeah. Did you, have you ever had names, different I names? I don't think so, no. Oh, my God, you're putting us on the spot. Yeah. That's a no then, isn't no. it? No. Not as far as I'm aware. But that's a nice story, isn't it, Stuart? We, we could come up with a name for the gadget show. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Five twats on a TV. Ooh. Um, I, I, and a hottie. I always call the Observer on the Sunday the Guardian on Sunday. Get, you get are so fucking well, middle class. Well, well, your chin. Yeah. Well, well yeah. You I, I never it. remember what it's called. That's why I always Remember, it. it's not the Guardian. It's the Grawny ad. Because of all the spelling mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's got a PS Core saying, target audience. I love the Crash Bandicoot tunes. Ah, part of my childhood. Yeah, I'm not a 30 year old playing video games. How old are you lot, actually, since you're giving stick to the old guy in Gadget Show? Yeah. You should not be there. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit. A little bit there. A little bit. So, uh, I am 21. Mm. Me too. Yeah. How old are you, Daniel? You're 46? I am 47, actually. Yeah. And 47. Stuart, you are 125. 154. Yeah. And Tilly. Eight. You're like, you're yeah, I've got Thanks. a mental edge of eight today. So, thank you very much for your email, uh, Munzia. I've got a message from Ricky Hamilton, who's listening in Cairo. So another one for the imaginary uh, map. We're going to do a world tour, all the all the places. I want to get an email from someone like normal soon, like Slough, or listening in Bognor Regis or something. Hey, you don't diss Bognor. That's near from where I lived. <laughs> near from where you live. Near from where I used to live at one point in my life. Nice. Anyway, Ricky says... I went hey, to the Butlins there. Oh, Excellent yeah. choice of holiday. Yeah. It wasn't a holiday. We lived literally just up the coast. I went there on, <laughs> on a day trip. What does he say? I went to Butlins Minehead. Do uh, you know what? No, I used to I live near to there as well. Did you really? Actually, my parents moved to anywhere that was near a Butlins. <laughs> Is your dad a red coat? Did he just no, he's uh, not. No. go from place to place? What no. did Pontins have? They're blue coats. Blue, blue coats? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. I've been to a Pontins. Have there you? was a Pontins. Pontins. Seriously, there was a Pontins. Pontins made Butlins look good. I mean, really that must, that must well, have been really yeah. shabby pontins. Yeah, I repressed yeah. it. Yeah? Yeah. I think it was in 94. My mum lives on a holiday camp. Really? Yeah, she lives in a fucking caravan on a holiday camp. Wow. Squatting in Centre Park. Hi. <laughs> Does <laughs> John do the podcast? John Fallon. Nah, they don't have, they don't have internet down there. Oh. It's in the wilds of Cornwall. Trailer Park Boy. Yeah. Um, what, what's the holiday camp? John Fowler. John Fowler Holidays. And their mascot is a big fox <laughs> in a stripy blazer. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Anyway, <laughs> because, <laughs> because someone from Cairo wrote in and you wanted an email from someone I feel bad for Ricky Hamilton, who probably right. got all excited five minutes ago when he heard his email was going to be going out. <laughs> Back to Ricky. Shit. Let's not do it now. No, come on. Poor Ricky. What does Ricky have to say Ricky? for himself? He says, hey guys, love the podcast. Great. It's a good start. It's a good one. Uh, my girlfriend introduced me to it and now gets irritated because I'm listening to them all from the first one. 
Maybe if you give her a shout out, she'll get less annoyed. Her name is Leah, pronounced like the princess. Hello, Hello Leah. 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 Yes, Leah. 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 <laughs> Leah. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Brilliant. I did that on purpose. That yeah. Was little, <laughs> right. Princess Leah. It's Princess Leah. On the topic of music from games, uh, yep. the Gerudo Valley from Zelda Ocarina of Time is absolutely brilliant. That is good. You'd yep. agree, wouldn't you, Alex? Yeah. You're a fan of that one. Also, if you're looking for more, search for Pixel Interaction Volume 1 on Spotify for some techno electro rehashes of classic theme tunes. Yeah, good have we, have, we, have we checked that out yet? Looked at it yet? I'm no. going to look that up this afternoon. Is that something that he's done or is it just uh, something that he's found? I think it's something he's found. Okay. Well, that sounds good. That was kind of what I was getting at when I brought this up a few weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. Looking for some cool stuff like that. So, yeah, we will check that out. There's also a really good uh, Mortal Kombat album that came out recently, which had Mortal Kombat themes mixed by a really cool, wicked artist. Mm. And it's actually really good. I've listened to it. It's cool. Good. There you go. Mm. Uh, talking of music, Jules Lipton's written in. The current theme for the podcast has been around for quite a while, uh, roughly 62 episodes. I think it might be time to ask for some new submissions. Do you actually know that it's 62 episodes? He says roughly, roughly 62 episodes. About. Well, roughly uh, 62. Surely, surely, surely it would be <laughs> roughly 60, 60. episodes. Mm-hmm. If it's 62 episodes, that would be fairly... Wow. But anyway, I think it's a good shout. Why? I like our podcast theme. I like the podcast theme. Nice to keep it fresh, though, isn't it? No. I like our podcast theme. And I'd like to keep it, but I'd I like think we it. should throw it open. We should, think we should get oh, rid. Oh, uh, and do a podcast oh. theme for the US specials that you want. Forgot that. Forgot to mention that. For the E3. For the E3 team. Well, you're doing yeah. one. No, but if somebody wants to do a special American one, they can do that. Probably just have people going yee-haw on it or something. Yeah, cowboy jeans. Yeah. Dun, 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 yes. dun, but let's throw it open. Dun, dun, do people dun. think we should change the podcast tune? Yeah. If they do, then we will. I'd, I'd, it may be just a remix. Of the of the current theme, I'd like to hear what? an acoustic version. It already it. sounds oh, like a remix, good. doesn't it? I'd like to hear it on trombones. Mm. Yeah, Tom, more brass. We should set up a, a poll on our Facebook page. Yeah, so people can vote. Let's keep <sighs> it simple. Okay, Jeez, Alex, yeah. that's a great idea. So that's yeah. why he's in charge. Yeah, yeah. listeners, uh, head poll. over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash UK. Tom will set up a poll uh, as to whether you want us to keep or change the theme tune for this podcast. We get Dennis Waterman to do the theme tune. All <laughs> oh, right, the theme, theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I think they're going to hear, hear the theme tune very soon because it's the end of the podcast, I think, oh. isn't it? Nice link. <laughs> kind of was, apart from all the blank faces. Where are we? I don't know how many bits of feedback we've got. So if That's that was it. The last so I think that was the last bit. He's the producer. It felt like a really natural conclusion, and now it's not anymore. Yeah. It's really sad. Awkward moments. Those are the things that make this podcast. Anyway, we do love the fact that you guys keep listening. And, well, we hope you enjoyed it. And, of course, we will be back same time next week. For Podcast 89. Podcast 89. So only 11 to go on the horizon. we are 100. Yeah. And we're going to plan something special for that. I think we're going to do... We do the, do the nude one, aren't we? I think we'll do it live, nude. And, and drunk. Um, well, it's going to be full I've done that today. Bareback riding, the lot is going to be in there. So uh, anyway, what kind of uh, 11 episodes away. So anyway, if you like this podcast, please give us a good rating on iTunes. And until next week, bye! Bye! bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Three, two, one. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Come on, Alex. Get on no. with it. Going. It's fine. Come on. Come on. It's People love this. Come on. It's great. Alex, speak. <laughs> Come on, Alex. Come on. Right. Again. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one.